Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first, let's hear from all of our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the players and the parents who really love your program. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to thank our friends at Snap Raise for their support. Better fundraising makes better programs. Go to snapraise.com and see how you can get away from the fundraising headaches of the past. No more selling products or managing lists. There's no upfront costs. And what's more important, it works. Our coaches have used Snap Raise in the past, and it was just fantastic. As an athletic director, I loved it. As coaches, they loved it. Choosing the best fundraiser for you and your group is critical, and you should put the SnapRaise digital fundraising difference to work for you. Go to SnapRaise.com and see the thousands and thousands of dollars that they have helped coaches, athletic directors, and schools raise using their platform. Change your fundraising game plan and start a fundraiser that works for you. Go to SnapRaise.com to get started. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their athletes play better using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They've got online tools. They have smart cameras. They've always had analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school, college, and even the pros are using Huddle. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including the coaches of the college teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank Gipper. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors and coaches are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels in seconds on any device without needing any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. We use Gipper uh, templates to help announce our podcast episodes. It's so easy to use. You're just going to love it. Go to Gipper.com and start creating world-class marketing content. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms. Final Forms is the industry leader in forms and registration, but they're more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with mobile accessibility, and they have reminders for parents about policies and physicals and all the forms that come with athletics. Final Forms can also help your coaches with communication and attendance and even help with their certification management. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to the team that's walked in your shoes to take the next steps, 
Find out what Final Forms can do for you. Go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the trusted leader in digital ticketing. Hometown helps thousands of schools and organizations across the country seamlessly provide convenient digital ticketing options for their communities, their families, and their fans. Hometown Ticketing can help you with setting up, selling your tickets, scanning the attendees that come to your games, collecting your revenue, that's important, and also stay with you every step of the way with support. Hometown Ticketing also does more than athletics. They can help you sell tickets for performing arts events, for dances, even graduations, and of course, with athletics. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider. Go to hometownticketing.com for more information. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. And we want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive. Their indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year and also create the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thank you to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com for more information and let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going back to one of our favorite states today, Ohio, and we're going to speak be speaking with Jacob Cullen. You got to love that name, Jacob. Uh, Jacob is a RAA. He's an aspiring athletic director, uh, but he's currently teaching. He's a middle school teacher at Blinden Middle School. Uh, and I believe that's in Westerville City Schools. But he also coaches at Westland High School just down the road. So, Jacob Cullen, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Excited for the opportunity. Yeah, well, we, we were talking earlier. We've had several uh, aspiring athletic directors on the show. You know, you've got a story just like everybody else. And uh, hopefully we can use this to maybe springboard you into that AD uh, role. But uh as you know, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that uh, three-minute bio. Uh, take us up maybe through uh, college graduation. Then we'll take a quick break, come back and talk about your career path so far. But uh, what's the Jacob Cullen story? Yeah, so I grew up in Sandusky, Ohio. So that's right up on Lake Erie. Uh, most people are familiar with it because of Cedar Point, uh, one of the biggest amusement parks in the entire country. Um, so I grew up in Sandusky, Ohio there, um, right on Lake Erie, uh, you know, fishing town, factory town, right in the middle of the Rust Belt. Um, and I, you know, I was a three sport athlete my entire life, my entire childhood. I played football, basketball and baseball. 
Um, up until high school, I stopped playing basketball. Um, after I stopped growing my freshman year, I was, I, I was a fast grower. I grew, uh, you know, I was about the same height now that I was in sixth grade. Um, so it was really nice then. And I was playing down low as a post player. And then I was a freshman and everybody else had grown and I hadn't grown anymore. So, um, it just didn't work out very well for me because I couldn't hit an outside shot to save my life. So I stuck with football and baseball. Those were my two, uh, main sports for, for the rest of high school. Um, I went to St. Mary's central Catholic high school. Um, so private school kid, um, in Sandusky, Ohio, um, they're mostly known for wrestling. Um, but we had some good years, uh, some good football programs and baseball programs while I was there. Um, I was lucky enough to, uh, participate in the state playoffs three times as a football player, which was an awesome experience. Uh, participated in uh, 2003 on a Final Four state baseball team. Um, you know, so it, it was a great experience there. Um, I went to John Carroll University, um, another Ohio school, John Carroll East Side of Cleveland. Um, is where I did my undergrad there. I got a got a degree in seven to twelve integrated social studies. Um, to be a teacher. Um, and I did play football at John Carroll my first year. Unfortunately, I had to um, leave rather abruptly early on in the uh, beginning of the second season um, because of some family issues um, that were going to be forcing me to be home a little bit more um, and wasn't able to kind of commit to that anymore. So that was kind of an unfortunate experience there, but graduated in 2009 with that degree in secondary education and uh, been going from there. Uh, I, again, you've heard me say this before. I always love to hear the stories, uh, you know, so very cool. The, the paths that we all take, uh, very unique, but at the same time, there's some touch points there. Very cool. I've heard of John Carroll uh, before. So, for our listeners, our guest today is Jacob Cullen. He's a registered athletic administrator, uh, also a middle school coach and a or middle school teacher and a high school coach. We're going to come back for some more, so please stay with us. We'll take the first of several breaks. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thank you to Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration, but there's so much more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, and they have reminders for parents about policies and physicals and all the forms that come with athletics. Final Forms can help your coaches with team communication and attendance and even help them with their certification management. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with the Final Forms team. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Jacob Cullen, a registered athletic administrator from Ohio. Jacob, you kind of took us up to those college years. Um, now let's talk a little bit about career. What happened post-college, and, and how did your path you know, lead you to uh, Westerville City? Yeah, so it's it's kind of been, uh, you know, 2009 was a tough time to be coming out in the state of Ohio as an educator, obviously, uh, the recession was at, you know, we were at the, at the at peak recession time. So, you know, so there were my year, the, my first year out of college, I applied for a social studies job, and there was um, three 
social studies jobs in the entire state of Ohio available. Um, so that entire hiring season. So that was a little bit difficult. It was a little bit rough. Um, so I, you know, packed up my little truck and I, I moved to Columbus, Ohio, uh, kind of on a whim, just because Columbus was really the one part of the state at that time that was booming. Um, and I, you know, stayed with an aunt for a little while. Um, I found a job working at the working night shift security at the Hilton Hotel. Um, and I would, and I got my start in coaching that that same summer. Um, I volunteered uh, at Dublin Jerome. Mark Hunley, who was the head football coach at Dublin Jerome at the time, brought me in, took me on as a as a volunteer because it was, you know, already July by the time we had gotten started. So, um, you know, I went that route, volunteered for a year um, with him, and then got a contract the following year with him to, you know, continue coaching. I substitute taught for a while, so I would work 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. at the uh, Hilton Hotel. And then I would go substitute teach during the day um, after that shift would end. And then I would go to football practice. Um, so there wasn't much sleeping going on those first couple of years. Um, but, you know, just kind of a testament to the hard work that went in it. Eventually, I get, got my break into education actually as an instructional paraprofessional, a classroom aide in uh, special education, um, doing that. Um, for about three years, um, I started coaching baseball during that time as well at Sells Middle School in Dublin, Ohio, and I also spent one year at Hastings Middle School in Upper Arlington, Ohio, um, as well before going before going back to Sells Middle School. Um, and then finally, I got my break into teaching. I, I got a job teaching for Ohio Connections Academy. It's an online charter school. Um, that was my first job in my certified area. And I got that job in 2014. So that was really exciting for me. It had been, you know, a long five years of really working hard and getting married and starting to have kids in between there and everything as well. So um, that was kind of my break into my licensure area, which was a lot, which was really exciting for me. Um, and then after one year at Ohio Connections Academy, I got hired at Westerville uh, and Westerville City Schools and Blended Middle School. And I've been teaching eighth grade social studies there and, and also uh, a ninth grade social studies course as well. Um, and then I started coaching most recently for uh, Rick Rios at Westland High School. Um, I, I took a break from coaching with all the chaos and the children being born here in my house. And um, for, for a couple of years and um, when Rick, who's a Northwest Ohio guy, um, somewhat like myself, came down here and took over at Westland High School, which is real close to where I live. Uh, I reached out to him, and um, I've been coaching football there, uh, heading into our, our fifth, fifth season. Um, so squeezed a master's degree in there as well somewhere. Uh, I got my master's in coaching and athletic administration from Concordia University out in Irvine, California. Um, so, and then just re most recently got the RAA certification this summer. Wow, very cool and very busy. Boy, I, I remember those days. Uh, they're 100 years ago for me. But uh, when I came out of college uh, in Oregon, uh, I remember I sent out 112 letters, real letters uh, of application with my resume that had gotten copied, you know, probably at a Kinko's or something. Uh, and didn't get a job, but I spent um, the next year substitute teaching. So you know that gig and uh, eventually got my first job in a middle school, just like you. So uh, very cool stuff. Always love to hear those stories. For our listeners, our guest is Jacob Cullen. He's a registered athletic administrator, he's a middle school teacher and a high school coach in Ohio. We're going to take another break, but we'll be back with some more 
This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Hometown helps thousands of schools and organizations across the country seamlessly provide convenient digital ticketing options for their communities, their families, and their fans. Go to hometownticketing.com and you'll talk to a local rep that will be your expert on how you can start selling your tickets online, scan the people that come to your games, get your revenue, that's important, and start a relationship with their support team. Okay? Hometown also does digital ticketing for activities beyond athletics. Uh, you can do digital ticketing for your performing arts performances, uh, for dances, uh, for even for graduation. Go to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Simple and easy online ticketing at hometownticketing.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Jacob Cullen from the state of Ohio. Jacob, we always like to let our uh, guests have a chance to acknowledge the mentors that have impacted their lives. Uh, the expression that I always use is, I still hear my mentors' voices in my head. Uh, do you have any voices that you still hear? Yeah, the, the, the first one uh, that, that comes to mind is uh, my, my head football coach in high school. He took over my sophomore year. Uh, he kind of uh, I, I take that back. I'm sorry, my junior year, but he kind of took over a program that, you know, hadn't been doing too great for, for a while. And um, he was an army guy um, himself uh, as well. It's coach, uh, coach Toby Notstein. Um, he, he came in and he was, he was fantastic. Um, you know, he was tough um, being an army guy, military guy, you know, brought the Marine Corps out to do our conditioning and, you know, those types of things. But um, he was really, really helpful for me um, during a pretty difficult point in my life without getting into too much detail. Family things got real tough um, around my junior, senior year of high school. Um, and Coach Notstein kind of stepped in and, and kind of filled that void. And he was, you know, somebody who was always there for me. So as tough as he was on the field, uh, he, he had that compassion piece, you know, that you hear a lot of people come on here and talk about um, that, you know, you really need. Um, you know, and that's, that's always stuck with me. Um, you know, I did a two week senior project in his classroom, um, you know, the end of my senior year. So that's the first one that I definitely have to shout out is coach Notstein, um, for being, you know, so impactful for me. Um, my father-in-law as well. Uh, I know it's not everybody has the, you know, great relationship with their in-laws, uh, sometimes, but my father-in-law and I, uh, we have a fantastic relationship. He's, he's, he's actually the person who inspired me. Um, to become an athletic director. Um, he was an athletic director um, himself when my wife and I met and got married. Um, very successful athletic director in Northwest Ohio. Um, and, you know, following him around and getting to work with him a little bit um, and things like that. His name's Ray Pullman. Um, he is a, he was a fantastic, uh, father figure, a fan. He is a fantastic, um, athletic director and, and person again, very inspirational to me in that way. Um, again, just letting me shadow him. And, and again, the, the way in which he conducted things and the way in which I was seeing how he was changing, you know, his school district and updating facilities and all of these great things that were going on there and, um, being there for the kids, um, 
really is what inspired me to go out and get my master's degree in athletic administration and want to start pushing my career um, in this direction. And then I'll, I'll name a couple people more, more recently that I've been connecting with actually both, uh, both our podcast, uh, previous podcast, um, guests. So, uh, Matthew Welsh, who's a registered athletic administrator and the assistant athletic director at, um, Thomas Worthington here in the Columbus area. Um, he was really helpful to me and kind of helping me get that promotion piece, out there. And then most recently as well, uh, Kaz Pata from Hilliard Bradley High School here in this area as well. Um, just a wealth of knowledge and, and somebody who's constantly willing to share. So I wanted to make sure to shout those guys out um, as well for their help and influence recently. I appreciate you uh, acknowledging those guys. Uh, again, they're in your own state. You know, They're in some cases just down the road a little bit. But for all our listeners, you have athletic directors that could be great mentors, great connections, part of your network. Even if you haven't met them, all you got to do is pick up the phone, introduce yourself and start building that connection, start building your network. Um, just because you don't know them today doesn't mean that you can't know them down the road. Very good stuff. Okay, I, I know anybody on our podcast uh, that's why we give out our contact information, you know, so people can, uh, as you're listening to an episode, reach out, Hey, I heard you on the podcast. Okay. Uh, and start that relationship. Very good stuff. Thanks for sharing. Uh, for our listeners, our guest is Jacob Cullen. He's a registered athletic administrator, currently a middle school teacher and a high school coach in Ohio, looking to get that athletic director job. So if you hear of any, send him his way. Uh, we're going to take another quick break, but, uh, this is the educational AD podcast. We also want to say thank you to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and find out how athletic directors and coaches are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. It's so simple, even I can do it. And right now, Gipper is offering a great promotion. You need to go to gipper.com to check it out. but. Uh, Go to Gibber.com and you can start creating world-class marketing content for your school. Do it today. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Jacob Cullen. He's a registered athletic administrator from the state of Ohio. Jacob, we uh, another thing we do on the podcast is we allow the athletic directors to kind of share their journey with uh, the NIAAA. And uh, obviously, as an RAA, you're kind of at the beginning of that journey that's still going. But share with our listeners, you know, how'd you hear about NIAAA? Um, you know, how'd you take those first courses? And, and maybe what are your plans moving forward? Yeah, so it it took me a little while, actually, to kind of hear about it. So I like I mentioned, I got the master's degree in, in coaching and athletic administration, and I kind of thought that was going to be the springboard. And then I started talking with some athletic directors, and they really said, no, you need to join the NIAAA, the NIAAA. And I'm and I was kind of like, well, what is that? I didn't know what that was. So yeah, like you said, I'm just at the beginning of the prog of that kind of process. Um, I, I joined as a member of the NIAAA this summer. Um, and I took my first courses, um, you know, those, the, those three courses for the, uh, RAA certification, which was, which was neat. It was good. It was, it was nice. You know, a lot of it was stuff I got in my college courses, um, over again, but it was a good refresher 
um, for me, obviously having, you know, gotten a master's degree a couple of years ago and pre COVID, um, you know, now to kind of get an opportunity with all of that starting to settle down to be able to, um, you know, do a little professional development, do a real, a little reflection, um, on that. So, and obviously next steps forward are to, uh, you know, get the position, uh, that I want, or, you know, get a position in athletic administration, start getting involved with the state association and the central Ohio association, um, here, because there's a lot of great people that I know that are involved with those, um, organizations, um, and then moving on to the CAA, uh, certification. That's definitely a goal of mine once I get those, you know, first two years um, in in an office. Right. And as a member for many years of the NIAAA certification committee, you know, I can tell you that um, now is the time as you're, you know, planning to get those uh, final courses in, start seeking out uh, those administrative experiences that can actually add to your resume. Uh, and, and even even though the title of, say, assistant athletic director is not there, you're actually performing those duties. Maybe it's helping supervise at a basketball game. Uh, you know, maybe it's helping with the coaches meeting, uh, helping the AD, you know, with the coaches meeting. But there's things like that that you can add to your resume that'll help you uh, be ready to take that CAA exam um, are as you plan. And again, you said you're planning on it, so you might not have it nailed down. Are you looking at taking the courses in person or through webinar or both? Uh, it, it might be a combination of the two. Um, you know, I'd love to get an opportunity. It might not be this year, um, but I'd love to get an opportunity, obviously, to go down to the national convention. Um, and then if I have the ability to go to the state convention, um, you know, to be able to do some of those things. Yeah, it might be a combination of the two um, for sure. I know, you know, speaking with some other people um, that I found out after the fact, uh, if, you know, I had joined the NIAAA through the state association, I would have been able to uh, take some of those courses um, through the state association with them as opposed to doing the webinar. So I think that would have probably been a neat experience had I done that. So yeah, that's something I'm going to be researching a little bit more and talking to more people about, about how to take those next steps. All right. Very cool. Talk to my good friend, uh, John Payne. Uh, he's the athletic director at uh, Reading High School, uh, Cincinnati area. Um, in fact, I think he might be the certification coordinator for your, for Ohio. Uh, you tell him you talk to Jake. Okay? Uh, for our uh, listeners, uh, we're talking to another Jake, Jacob Cullen. Uh, he's a registered athletic administrator, middle school teacher uh, at Blendon Middle School in Westerville City. And he's coaching at West Lynn High School um, also just down the road. We're going to take another break. I know that's a shock, but we got to acknowledge our sponsors. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Huddle. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their athletes perform better using video and analytics. As a football coach myself, we used Huddle for years. And as an athletic director, we were a huddle school. Our coaches just love the online tools, smart cameras. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle's built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And you're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes. If you want to find out more, 
about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their experts. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Jacob Cullen from Westville City Schools in Ohio. Uh, Jacob, one of the things we try to do with this podcast is the idea of sharing some best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that y'all do at your schools that when you take a step back and look at it objectively, you can still say, boy, we really do a great job. Uh, Do you have any best practices you can share? Yeah, I'm going to share some things that I've seen just over the years in general. Um, the, the biggest the biggest piece for best practices that I've seen, you know, I'm going to I'm taking a look at it from being an athletic someone who wants to be an athletic administrator um, and what I've seen out of athletic administrators, you know, in the past and the ones who do it well, um, you know, I kind of lump these three things together, accessibility, visibility, um, and being truly present. Um, those are kind of, that's kind of one of the best practices I've seen. You know, I've, I've coached or I've been at some places where I've seen places where you don't, you know, might know who the, what the athletic director's name is, but you've never seen them before. Um, you know, so the, the athletic directors that truly take the time to get to practices, um, interact with the kids, get to know the coaches, interacting with the coaches, um, you know, truly being accessible, visible, and present more than just contests. Um, I think that's that's definitely one of the biggest pieces that I've seen from the any of the athletic directors that I've ever seen that are good at what they do. Um, you know, I've mentioned a few of them already. They they practice that is their practice. That is what they do. They are accessible, visible, and present. Um, communication obviously is huge. They're all great communicators. Um, you know, you know what you need to know as a coach, looking at it from that side, um, you know, what you need to know as a coach, you know, what you need to know as a teacher um, ahead of time. Um, and you're able to take care of those things. You're not being you don't feel like you're being micromanaged and being you know, told last minute what to do. Um, so that's the biggest thing. And then one of the biggest things I took from my father in law, just in my time getting to you know, follow him around, that's really stuck with me is, um, you know, do do everything your best and make it first class. Um, I, I, I love the phrase first class, um, you know, as first class as you can, depending, obviously, you know, um, money and a budget is, is a big part of it, but you want your athletic events to be a first class experience. You want your um, uniforms and, and equipment to be the best that you possibly can provide for your athletic programs. Um, you want your facilities to be the best that you, you know, is well-maintained and the best that they possibly can be again, maintaining within that budget piece as well, obviously that we always, you know, that athletic directors always talk about having to deal with. Um, and then the other big, and then the, the last one I'll mention that it, this is a newer one that I've learned and I've seen a lot more lately. And it's a big part with the social media is the promotion piece. Um, obviously in the age of social media, more recently, promoting your teams, promoting your programs, promoting your kids, promoting your coaches, um, you know, getting them out there and, and making them visible for people to see and to, you know, for you to brag about, um, not necessarily just in terms of wins and losses, but it can be, you know, little things. I mean, uh, something as simple as, you know, we went to, you know, as uh, the Westland football program, one of the things we do for fundraising is we go install the season 
um, the season ticket holders seats at Ohio Stadium. Um, so we go down a, a couple of weekends um, in August and we put those, you know, those seat backs in Ohio Stadium, which if you've ever seen on TV is one of the biggest stadiums in the country. So there's a lot of work involved in that. And from and we promote that. We, we put that on our Twitter page. We show our kids, you know, show pictures of our kids in Ohio Stadium working and, and those types of things. So, yeah, those are some of the best. Those are, again, looking at it from someone who's never been in the athletic director chair, but I've seen a lot of them doing the job and I've seen it from the coaching side. Those are the things that, you know, I see that 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 are going well. Well, absolutely. And I think you're probably putting those ideas, those tools, if you will, in your own toolbox uh, to use down the road. What a great experience that must be for the kids going to uh, uh, Ohio University there. Very, very cool stuff. For listeners. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, I just wanted to clear Ohio Stadium um, at Ohio State University. Um, So just the the big one, the horseshoe. Yeah, Yeah, the horseshoe, the big one. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I, I meant that but i know i said ohio university yeah ohio state the ohio state university there you go okay. for our listeners we are talking to the jacob cullen he's a registered athletic administrator in ohio We're gonna take another break but we'll be back with some more this is the educational ad podcast we also want to thank our good friends at snap raise go to snapraise.com and find out how the snap raise platform can work for you Get away from the headaches of fundraisers from the past. No more selling products or uh, managing lists. There's no upfront cost. Your data is secure. And what's more important, it actually works. Our coaches have used SnapRaise before, and it's great. As an athletic director, I'm not involved at all, and yet my teams can raise these monies through the fundraising platform, SnapRaise.com. Choose the best fundraiser for you and your group and experience snap raise fundraising difference. As I said, it's easy, it's safe, and it works. And if you go to snapraise.com, you can see the thousands and thousands of dollars that they have helped programs raise using their platform. Change your fundraising game plan and start a fundraiser that works for you. Go to snapraise.com for more information. Welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. Jacob, one of the questions we've asked our guests uh, almost since the very beginning of the podcast has to do with this idea of social awareness. I know that's a big umbrella, but how can an athletic director do a better job of being socially aware for their community? I think the biggest thing is, is having an open door policy, um, really, you know, being willing to you know, let anybody come in and, and sit down and, and talk about, you know, what it is they're concerned with, whether it's the athletic program, whether it's, you know, an issue with their, their child, um, whether it's something that they're seeing in the community from, you know, a team, you know, anything like that. Um, keeping that open door policy, open email policy, open phone policy, whatever it is you want to call it, um, because that's how, you know, that's how we stay connected to our community is, is, is through that information and they're going to know, you know, more about what's going on maybe out in the community than we are um, in, you know, within the bubble of our school. Um, So another biggest thing is, you know, I think mental health awareness is, is a huge thing right now with, and that ties into social awareness in my mind, understanding 
um, that we are living in a different world than we did before and that our kids are dealing with a lot more mental um, mental health stressors um, than maybe you know we did when we were growing up. There's a lot more going on around them, um, constantly surrounded by news and social media and, and all of those types of things. So having that mental health awareness and hiring coaches who are aware of that as well um, within your athletic program, I think is is definitely some you know getting into this more best practice type stuff as well. But um, you know those are the things that you want um, to promote social awareness. And I, and I also think uh, on another note, kind of changing tangents a little bit, if you will, is uh, it's important to, to keep up with trends, you know, socially, um, you know, this, you know, doing a podcast like this, you know, podcasting is, is, is a, is a trend right now. And it's a very useful tool. Um, so athletic directors need to be able to keep up with that, um, keeping up with social media. You know, I know right now for us, it's, you know, face, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, but as my students will tell me in class, those are the old people, social media platforms. Um, you know, the, the young people, the new hip social media platforms are TikTok and Snapchat and, and you know, things like that. And whatever the next one's going to be, um, because I'm sure it's right around the corner. So, you know, making sure from a social standpoint, we're keeping up with that because, um, again, being socially aware, but also wanting to promote your athletic programs. You want to promote where your kids are. You want to promote using the tools that your student athletes, that your coaches um, are using um, for themselves. So yeah, I know it kind of went a couple of different directions there with that, but um, that's what I think of, you know, those are some of the things I think of with regards to, you know, being more socially aware as an athletic director. No, I appreciate you going in those different directions and you did a good job of tying them all together. Uh, there was that social aspect. There's no question about it. And I understand social awareness is a big umbrella, but it, you also mentioned and went back to one of your earlier points about the importance of you know, relationships and having, you know, relationships with your students, you know, with your coaches, with your parents. Okay. Um, you know, very good stuff. Thanks so much for sharing. We're going to take another break. Our guest is Jacob Cullen. He's a registered athletic administrator from Ohio. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Sideline Interactive. Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards not only raise revenue for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience in your gym. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or shoot them an email at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out exactly what their tables and boards can do for you. Email them again at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back to the podcast. Jacob, one of the questions that I've been asking has to do with this idea of developing toughness. A uh, hundred years ago, when I was in high school, uh, our coaches would say things like, come on, Jake, you got to suck it up, or come on, you got to be tough. And we kind of knew what they meant, and, and we did it. Uh, in the many years since I was in high school, uh, I think we found much better ways to communicate to kids and help them, uh, you know, become the best they can be. But I still think toughness is an important component of sports and of life. So here's my question. How can we help kids to develop toughness while also 
being sensitive to the many challenges uh, that, and you mentioned this, a Generation Z kid faces that we never had to face. Uh, do you have any advice for us? I think the biggest thing is making sure you're communicating with that, with those kids. You know, it, more and more we see athletic participation kind of decreasing in some places. Um, and I think the biggest reminder, first and foremost, for kids to kind of help them is to remind not everyone is doing it. What you are doing is, you know, what you are doing is hard. Um, it is supposed to be hard, but then making that relatable so that they can see how that's going to connect and benefit them once they're not in school anymore, uh, whether they're going on to college or they're going into the workforce um, after high school, um, you know, as a football coach going through two a day, going through two a days and practicing in the August heat and pads and things like that here in Ohio with the, you know, hundred percent humidity that we have out there today. Uh, it's not easy to do that. Uh, and not, and not everyone is, you know, plenty of your friends are sitting home playing video games right now, but you are here. You are tough, um, you know, for here and teaching them that uh, being part of a team. It's not easy. You, you're not necessarily always best friends with the people on your team. It's teaching you to work with people that aren't necessarily all your best friends. I know I had some, you know, social struggles with some kids on teams when I was growing up, um, but I had to figure out how to work with them. Um, if we want, if I wanted to be successful, um, you know, that's a big part of team sports. Um, so, you know, and then, it, and then on top of that, it goes back to that idea of having the right people to lead those kids, um, as well. You know, you want, it starts with the coach. You want the right coach in there who believes those, you know, philosophies that understands that, you know, in the 21st century, um, you know, participating in school sports is is tough. And, um, you know, there's a lot of pressures out there and a lot of things out there. And, you know, in a lot of communities, including some that I've coached in, um, kids don't have the best life at home, but they're still showing up. Um, and they're still coming out there every day or as often as they can, because they want to, you know, get better or make a better life for themselves or whatever it is. And that in and of itself right there is, is being tough. Yeah, again, I, I just love listening to you and you hit it on the head right at the very beginning. It's, you know, communicating and, and just being very clear, you know, this is what we mean by toughness. You know, this is what we want you to do. And and at the same time, uh, always having those relationships with kids, you know, uh, you know, back in the day, you, you, we would say that you know, those kids would run through a brick wall for Coach Smith uh, and kids today will do that. You just have to tell them, Okay, why we want you to run through that brick wall and make it important to them. Very cool stuff. Jacob, this has been really uh, neat listening to you. Uh, if I was on the hiring team uh, for a school looking for a new AD, I uh, certainly uh, you know, would welcome you aboard. Uh, but right now, uh, we want to, um, again, put you on the spot and find out uh, what you're going to put in your athletic director toolbox. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and hear from Athletic Surveys, who sponsor the Athletic Director Toolbox segment. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Jacob Cullen is going to put in his new Athletic Director Toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. 
Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it helps demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Most of your information is going to come back on the surveys overwhelmingly positive, but it allows you to give that squeaky wheel parent an opportunity to vent. And maybe you can become aware of a small problem that if you don't take care of it, it turns into a big problem because you didn't know about it because you didn't do a survey. Go to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. We've come to that time, uh, the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment, and we're going to ask our guest, Jacob Cullen, to put three tools into a toolbox for a brand new athletic director. Jacob, what three tools are you going to give us? So the first thing, and this was, and this is one that I've actually just started doing a lot more, obviously recently helped get me hooked up with you as well as others. And that's, and that's the networking. Um, it, it's been hard for me as a, as a coach to understand um, that athletic directors aren't like coaches when it comes to their stuff, I guess, so to speak. Um, you know, at, coaches try to keep things, you know, pretty close. They don't want to give away any secrets or anything like that. So I've always had that coaching mentality, but athletic directors, oh, here, you want this? Take that. The athletic directors will throw you all of the resources you want. You just have to ask. Um, that's been the biggest thing for me, you know, these last couple of months since I've started doing some of this networking um, and getting to know people. Um, that's definitely number one for me on my list is, is talk to the people who are doing the job um, and find out what it is they're doing um, and what they're doing well. Um, and reach out, like I said, reach out to those athletic directors if they're in the same school district as you, as you if they're in the same conference as you, and, and learn what it is that they're doing, what it is that they're using um, to be successful. Um, number two is to um, get involved in the associations. Um, you know, they get involved in the NIAAA, take the LTC courses. Um, obviously, that's something for me also that's, that's newer. I'm at the beginning of that journey. Um, but make sure you're taking those classes, show that you, you know, show that you want it as an aspiring athletic director. It's important for me right now to, you know, what, a, what am I doing that other people aren't doing um, to get the job? What, what am I willing to do extra, um, you know, that maybe somebody else isn't willing to do? And that's something, like I said, I've, I've been learning a lot about getting involved. Um, you know, we mentioned the state associations, the NIAAA, taking those courses, those types of things. Um, and then the last one, I, I like to use the word servant leader a lot, um, or the phrase servant leader, I guess, um, a lot. Uh, you really have to be a servant leader um, you know, in this position uh, as an athletic director. Um, it's, off, it's oftentimes a, a, a lot of thankless work, um, but that's okay. Um, and, and that's okay for me too, because again, I, and you know, my wife will tell you, I am truly happiest when the people around me are happy. Um, you know, if I can do something to help people around me be happy, whether that's, you know, colleagues in the um, at my school that I work with um, on a daily basis if I see that you know if there's any way for me to brighten their day and make them happier 
um, you know, and make their job a little bit easier. Um, that's important for me. Or, you know, if, you know, I do, so, if I can provide something as an athletic director someday for my coaches um, that, you know, will help them be successful um, and then see that translate to that success. Those are the types of things that truly make me happy um, as a, as an individual. And that, and that goes for, you know, my, my home life as well. I know, you know, we don't talk a ton about that, but um, for my home life as well, seeing my kids happy, seeing my wife happy, those are, you know, the types of things that, that are important to me. So you really have to embrace that um, being a servant leader um, in my mind. So those would be the three, I think that I'm going to, I'm going to put in my toolbox right now. Oh, I, I love those tools. And again, at the very end, you squeezed in, you know, that home life, uh, you know, very important too. Jacob, uh, I didn't do this when we did our best practices. So I want to make sure I do it now. Uh, if one of our listeners wants to reach out, pick your brain, sounds like they've got a pretty good uh, addition to their network. What's the best way they can get a hold of you? Yeah, so my email is jcullen09, and it's at jcu, John Carroll University, edu. So jcullen09 at jcu.edu. Um, you can also find me on Twitter. Um, yep. My Twitter handle is at jacobcullenraa. Um, and then I'm on LinkedIn as well. Um, and if you get a hold of me on any of those, I'd be happy to share my, my phone number with you and, and have a phone call as well. Very cool. Appreciate you sharing that. I think you and I connected on Twitter uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Cullen, thanks for being on the podcast and all the best moving forward. Let us know uh, when that uh, job comes through or if there's anything we can do to help get that job. Will do. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jake. Thanks for having me on and good luck to everybody out there um, getting ready for the upcoming seasons. There you go. Uh, thanks for sharing too. For our listeners, uh, remember the Zoom recordings of all of these interviews get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back next time for more best practices on the Educational AD Podcast. And before we go, we want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can also email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com for more information. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. Uh, come back just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time.